Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Rave with Mara podcast. On the show today, I am going to be talking about sort of a continuation of what we discussed last week. And I also want to discuss the boundaries of Marita rape and why Nigeria has sort of chosen to not make this a criminal offense. And, you know, a bunch of other things. Um, stay tuned. Hi, welcome back to the show. My name is Maranata Abutsu. I am the host and producer of Rave with Mara podcast. Last week's topic was a favorite for a lot of persons because um, people sort of um, wanted to be defensive and quote-unquote um, find ways to say that, oh, why can't women do this and do that? Should be you said you're a feminist. If you're a feminist, why can't you want 50-50 and all of those things? And I got a couple of follow-up questions from the men. If you were following on my Instagram, you would have seen that I had posted a video on Monday. Yes, where I was talking about, oh, some people said that they think I was biased. And all of those things are a bit of what we'll talk about before we go into the conversation of marital rape. And, you know, consent in general. Alright, without wasting much of anybody's time, we are going to go into the first thing. Um, somebody said, he said that, um, if, if the idea of a marriage and 50-50 is to get a man involved beyond money, why is money acting as a compensation? For his lack of involvement. Guys. 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 So I see again that a lot of the people who were saying that my idea was biased. Are also coming from a selfish place. Because in my conversations I realized that a lot of persons kept saying. Oh their mothers did it. Their mothers were working full time. Their fathers were also working and it was okay. And I had asked a simple question. So if you think that the idea of a marriage is 100-100, meaning that both the wife and the husband is supposed to bring, you know, everything that they have on the table, do you also think that the involvement of both parents are equal? A lot of men couldn't answer this question. And this is because no matter how you think that it is 50-50, it is never going to be 50-50 or 100-100 because most of the sacrifices, in quotes, that goes on in a marriage, women are most times the ones bearing the brunt of that sacrifice. I know that it is not unheard of that some men have stayed back or taken a step back from getting promotion because, you know, they have to stay back for their family and whatnot. But most of the time, majority of the time, women are the ones who are having to quit their job, stay home, and take care of children. And people make it seem like staying home and taking care of children or taking care of the home is a very easy task to do. If it is that easy, why don't you stay back and do it? So I think it is crazy. It is crazy and highly selfish of you to want 50-50 with a partner. whom you know that regardless of what come, the women are still going to bear the brunt of the household chores. And you can't tell me that 
you can't discuss there is no finance in marriage everything is in marriage the two shall become one the two can become one quite all right but you cannot discuss that from a spiritual place and forget that in theory this thing can work but in reality this is not the reality for a lot of women and it's just how it is nothing can be done about it you know men cannot get pregnant and give birth in the same way some men cannot even um here we are fighting for maternity leave and some men are still wanting 50 50 regardless of whether the wife is pregnant or not regardless of whether the wife just put to bed bed or not you still want 50 50. just before i started recording this episode i went on twitter and i saw a couple of messages that some people had tweeted and um one particular one i i, I was just lamenting that this thing cannot be real it can't be real because this lady had said that um her mother why her mother was it her mother or her her that while she was giving birth to her daughter there was a lady be- beside her who was shouting her husband's name that she would lend her the money for sears that she's going to pay back when she goes back to work and a story of somebody else who had said that um after four months the husband is asking her for 50 50 sort of to say oh you need to cover up your own part of the bargain because we are married and this is what we agreed on. And this is why I keep saying that men are babies in the way that they think. Because how can you say you love a person and you expect that this person should go back to work after four months? And here we are fighting corporate organizations for not giving people enough maternity leave. And even the people that you married into your homes cannot look at you in the face and tell you, oh, you know what? Because the two shall become one. I am going to take care of us for the rest of the time. So again, it is very paramount that you discuss these things with your partners because some men are wicked, like extremely wicked. And there is nothing you can see. Now I was saying that I think that it is highly irresponsible of you as a woman to be on social media because social media has sort of brought a lot of things to limelight. Because previously in 2020, when I was talking about these things, people were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, I didn't know what I was saying when I was saying, oh, feminism isn't just about this, it's about this and that. Why are you looking at me like, oh, I'm looking for fights where there is no fights. But social media has sort of shown us that actually there are men and women, mostly men, who are actually wicked and have deep-seated wickedness for the people that they say they call wives. In the same conversation, um, a buddy of mine, Samuel, had called me to say that, oh, I keep using the word partner, partner, that the partner cannot be used in a situation where the people involved in that relationship have actually never been equal on several grounds. And I think when we say people are um, unequal, I think people think about it from a place of financial alone, which I guess it's a lot of the time where we say that people are unequal. I think Men look at it from a place of, oh, I have more money than her, so I can't call her a partner. I can't see her in a way that, oh, I'm supposed to tell her all of my properties or make all my properties known to her and all that sort of thing. I, I think that people also forget that in terms of intelligence and in terms of, you know, competence and capability, some partners have seen that there is a wide gap sort of between themselves. And so they can never regard themselves as partners. And we went on to discuss how, you know, in terms of age, which is the reason why I always feel like if a 30 plus man is getting married to a woman in her early 20s or a person who is just coming into adulthood, 
right? That relationship is never going to be balanced because whether we like it or not, the two shall become one. It's not going to apply because this man is not just intellectually capable more than her. He's wiser than her and he's more financially capable than her. Meaning that a lot of the times that this woman is going to be feeling, oh, I'm doing this thing because I love this man. This man is manipulating her into thinking, oh, I love you and I'm going to do everything for you and keeping her sort of bound. This is not to say that there are people who have that kind of age gap who are not solely and entirely true to their partner. But a lot of the times when you find such situations where there's a wide gap in finance, a wide gap in age, a wide gap in intelligence, women who are at the end of these things are always going to be, be at the brunt of it, whether we like it or not. And I feel like this conversation started to come up again because of the Nigerian musician that we lost. Um, I don't want to speak on it because as much as I am as angry as every Nigerian out there, I feel like it would be very, very reckless of me to give my own analysis of a conversation or a topic that I know nothing about. Other than the fact that the Nigerian music industry or the music industry everywhere continue to oppress certain people. And again, a conversation started to come up on how, or oh, if men can be treated or oppressed this way in the music industry, what becomes of women out there? And some stupid people open their mouth and we're saying stuff such as, oh, when women say that something is hard, 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 you're being oppressed and whatnot, it's usually from a place of, oh, I want to sleep with you and whatnot. And people think that it is okay for bosses or gatekeepers in industries to want to sleep with women in order for them to get ahead of their career. Again, I say that social media makes us see that a lot of distance that we used to think was in theory is actually real and whether we like it or not these people are amongst us you know how um you go online and you see some statements from some persons and they're making wild generalizations and whatnot i think that in my heart i just think oh it's and at the end of the day somebody is going to accept this person's proposal and this person is going to marry and carry this woman home and profess, oh, I love this woman, I love this woman. Whereas, you have a general hate in your heart for women out there. It's crazy. It's crazy. Somebody has sent me a message um, that I want to read out. Um, hold on. Um, okay. I had also stated while I was talking about an Nigerian musician and what happened with the wife and the family members. And I would say, I was saying that, um, women need to start getting into their own bag. You know, I would never advise any woman to go into marriage without having money of her own. And this is not because I am saying that you cannot trust your partner. I am saying that me as a person, I think that because of these wild narratives we've heard of men who would say that, Oh, I trust my wife. My wife is in the know of what and what is happening. And God forgive me, they die due to one reason or the other, these wives will now come to realize that, oh wait, I have no idea how much my husband was making. I had no idea the amount of properties he had. And is you can't tell me that you love me as a man. Keep all of these things away from me. It doesn't make sense to me. So while I was lamenting about that and I was saying that women need to have money of their own, and as much as I would never say that a woman should fold her hands in marriage and not support the husband financially, 
The same way, I would also say that please, please marry people who you can trust. Marry people you can talk to. I do not imagine that you see people on social media who make wild comments such as this and they'll propose to people and people will marry them. I'm like, do you think that because they, they say that they're in love with you, they can't come around and say or do these sort of things to you? You think, I think it's just, it's carelessness if you meet a person on social media who is crazy in their misogyny, who is crazy in, in their patriarchy, and you think that, oh, because he loves me, he's going to be different with me. I think it's madness. That is that is what I feel. And this lady had come to say, um, this is exactly my elder sister's predicament right now. She lost her husband last year, and her in-laws took over everything, including the house he built. Now my sister is left with nothing. She's now left with four kids to cater for, all in the name of husbands that will never open up to their wives and include them in the plans or even plan together. So in one word, would you tell me that this man loved his wife while he was alive? In one word. Please talk to me in one word. And people will say, oh, marriage is 100-100. You can't separate finance, blah, blah, blah. Marriage is 100-100. This woman would have thought, oh, my husband loves me. I shared it. I shared everything with him i suppose he also shared everything with me only for this to happen and now this woman the okay the in-laws have seized all the properties where do you reckon she goes from here so i i don't think that anybody who does this sort of thing love the woman at, at any point and if at all there was a certain kind of act that made you di distrust her by not telling her because somebody had come to say i told you a lot of men had so much to say on this topic somebody had said that what have been a situation where that somebody had come to his office to say, um, if he has 500k, he has to lie to his wife that he has 400k because the wife would lie that despite paying for everything else, provided the wife knows that there's an extra 100k in his account until they finish spending that money, the wife is not going to rest. And I'm like, okay, you marry this person. When you were this, when you were courting this person, didn't you know this person has this sort of thing in her? Quite frankly, again and again, I say it. Men and women marry for several reasons. And so those several reasons are the reasons why there's a lot of gap between these people. And you say you love a person, you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, and you can't be true. It's, it's wild though, it's wild. So me, again and again, I will say it. If you think that you deserve 100-100 in your marriage, it is okay and it is good. And 100-100 for me means that my partner is going to know that this is how much I earn. The same way my, I am going to notice how much my partner earns. If I'm going to be buying anything or doing anything in terms of properties, my partner owes me the truth. As, well, as much as I also owe my partner the truth of what I am doing. Not necessarily because, oh, we don't trust ourselves or whatever, but because I have to keep this amount of money because of so, 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 and so reasons. One my particular man had said that, the question we should be asking is, why men are dying? Yes, that why men are dying. Why husbands are dying first. And I said, okay, so are you insinuating that the wives are responsible for killing their husbands? Because that's such a very wild assumption to make. And this also takes me to the other thing I want to talk about. Um, I feel like when we say that women compete with each other, people are always going to be shouting, yes, women hate one another. They don't love each other. They can do juju. Juju means jazz, for those of you guys who are not Nigerians. 
and voodoo, you know. Women are going to be doing voodoo to chop a man and blah, blah, blah. They don't mind fighting themselves and killing themselves. I'm like, okay, do you know the reason why a lot of these statistics are online? It is because women are very vocal. And women do not know how to keep quiet when they are aggravated about things. Now, on the other hand, if you check the statistics, in this year alone, if you check statistics or men who have been poisoned by their business partners, who have been poisoned because of jealousy, you would see. You would see for yourself how much men hate themselves. But the only difference is, whilst they are killing themselves and competing with one another, they are never going to come out and talk about it. And so, patriarchy again will make us believe that women are just the gender that have this problem and men are excused. There was a wild story that went about about um, the chairman of UBA and I think Femi Otedola or was it Dangote? I can't remember right now on how one, one had sabotaged the other. If you don't know that these stories exist, please go and read. Make your research. Sabotage the other when they had agreed that they were not going to invest or take out stock and blah, blah, blah. One had gone behind the other one to take stock, take the money and invest in something else without informing his friend. So you think that while I agree that there is a percentage of men who die because of the stress of, you know, taking care of their family or raising children and whatnot because their wives left them to handle all of the responsibilities. There is also a very large percentage of men who die because of their sheer stupidity. You go into a fight, you didn't tell your wife about it. You're fighting in the office for one thing or the other. Your wife is not aware. You are going and challenging people up and down in the name of, oh, I must do this, I must do that. The wives are not aware. So while the husbands are about in the name of, oh, I want to um, give my family a good life, they are making enemies and their wives are not aware. So when those people turn around and cause an accident or cause something to happen to them and they die, you are now asking me, why are men dying? Why are husbands dying? So you, you're forgetting that a lot of these things happen now. You are lying to yourselves, telling yourselves that no, Men don't compete. So why women compete in flimsy things like stupidly trapping a man that would someday turn around and hit you? Because I wonder, the sort of men that women trap sometimes, they are not they have nothing to even write home about. They are absolutely nothing to write home about. So when you trap a Yahoo guy, you trap somebody who is aggressive, what do you think would happen? You think that, oh, you're trapping because of the finance. Okay, what about the other things? Do you think, do you reckon he'll be loyal to you? Do you reckon that he would involve you in his plan? Do you reckon that he would see you as a partner? So while social media is portraying women hate women, uh, men are, you know, the most mature of all creatures, you know, nothing can touch them and whatnot, we are not asking where those ones who are poisoning their friends came from. Oh, they are hermaphrodites. They are not men. Anyway, so I don't want to spend so much time on this thing because um, I also want to talk about the issue of consent, sexual consent. Um, before I started to record this episode, I wanted to 
sort of go again to remind myself that there are several laws. There's a Nigerian constitution, um, 1999 constitution. There's the VAP Act. And there is also the protection against domestic violence of Lagos State or so. I think that is only binding in Lagos. And while all of these laws are made provision for sexual assault, um, domestic violence, you know, and whatnot, what it did not make provision for is marital rape. So according to the Nigerian law and all of the acts guiding us as of this moment, um, there is no law anywhere that agrees that a man can rape the wife he has lawfully married. Whether he is having sexual intercourse with her by force or not, it is not in the tenets of the law and so it cannot be treated as a criminal offense. So before I wanted to talk about this topic, um, a couple of months ago, I had made a YouTube short um, talking about marital rape and sexual consent and saying that marital rape is also rape. One particular guy, um, and again, I am so happy that a lot of these people are texting me and I can see their face. I know who they are. I know what they look like, you know. So it, it sort of baffles me that a grown man would wake up and think that it is okay for you to look me in the eye and tell me that a man can forcefully take his wife that he said he loved. A man can forcefully take his wife. Whether, for whatever reason, she says she's not interested in having sex because it is lawfully married to her. He can take his wife. And there is no law anywhere in Nigeria that does not say otherwise. <laughs> This guy had texted me to say that um, in his complaints, he had said that there are women in marriages who purposefully withhold sex from their partners. And while I agree that it is wrong because there is no sex therapist or marriage therapist anywhere who would tell you that it is okay to withhold sex as a means to get something from your husband. Why I think that that is correct, um, I also think that there are other reasons why women may want to be told sex in marriages. And be, 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 beside the fact that um, we already know that childbirth takes a lot from women, um, some men expect their wives to be up and ready to have sex after a week or two weeks after childbirth. Um, some also expect that while we think house chores or taking care of the home is nothing, um, my own mother, you know, may God rest her soul, she would work sometimes from morning to the point we are back from school. This was when I was way younger. And we would think to ourselves, oh, wait, did you rest at some point? Did you sleep at some point? I know this woman never did. Because as she's waking up to make us breakfast, to go to school, as we're leaving the house, she's cleaning the house. She's washing clothes. Before you know, 11, 12, she's already thinking, oh, I need to make lunch for my children. I'm going to be back from school. Before you know it, we are back from school. She's now thinking, oh, okay, I need to wash their school uniforms. They need to get ready for the next day. Oh, before you know, she's thinking about how she's making dinner. So where is the time? Now, inside all of these things, a man who has been at the office for the entire day working would come home and in the middle of the night, he say, honey, I want to make love. 
And that, for that woman to complain and say, oh, I'm stressed, you would say, oh, she's neglecting her marital rules. Tell me in one word, in one word, this person would tell me that you ever loved your wife. Or the ones that would say, oh, if you're even feeling pains or anything, they don't care about that. All they are most concerned about is how they can get sexual satisfaction. And so because the Nigerian law doesn't provide, um, it doesn't give room for marital rape, a lot of men are saying, are standing on their rights and saying that consent is something that is already given during marriage. So at any point or at any time, um, a man can have sex with his wife and be free of it. Now, while sexual consent means that you are not allowed to sexually to touch anybody, um, give oral sex, penetration, or even assault anybody without your consent. And consent is not maybe, or silence, or whatever it is. Oh, yes, I want this thing. Or, oh, I'm interested in you too. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I had also explained on that YouTube shorts that buying um, gifts for me, or buying dinner dates, taking me on the dinner dates, or, you know, taking me to the most, most expensive place doesn't equate to me agreeing to wanting to have sex with you, people, again, are choking me and sort of saying that you cannot be accepting gifts from men without the intention of knowing that they wanted to sleep with you. So, again, I am saying that men are crazy. Some men are so crazy because if you wanted sex from this person and you're doing all of these things to show her or make her see that you wanted sex from her, why not just say, oh, I'm going to do it xyz for you because i want to have sex with you and let the woman decide for herself if she's going to accept the gift or not so why i have always known from my teenage years that men sometimes or most men do not do things for women freely i remember when i was in gs2 or gs3 i think express music had just come out that nokia that had a no an orange ring in the middle um, one of my friends had my phone. I was using an open and closed bird. I don't know if you remember that phone. It used to be in silver and red. Mine was in the red. It fell into water and the sound had a problem. At least my friend had come to my house. I am very sure that he would be watching or listening to this podcast. Abdurazak. Abdurazak had come to my house. I think his sister had just gotten him the phone and he came to give it to me. And, you know, to me, it was just wild. You know, we, he, he said to, um, oh, you know, we can exchange and, you know, and I said, exchange, how, how would you make use of my own phone that is bad? He said, no, that I should not worry. And I remember one of my other classmates, you know, he was a year ahead of me, my schoolmate, had bought me a brand new phone. I couldn't accept that gift. I can't remember for the life of me how I knew that when some men do things for you, it is never for free, you know, and I didn't accept that gift because he had come to my house to give me that phone. And I think my older cousin who was living with us at the time, um, had said, oh, why did you reject the phone? And I can't remember what excuse I gave to him. But you guys, do you know that a couple of days afterwards, this guy went and he blocked me on my path from school. He doesn't live in my area, mind you. He lived at the other end. My house was at the other end. This guy blocked me on the road and said, we must date, we must have a relationship. And now I began to think, oh, what if I had accepted that phone? He too would have thought, oh, Mara has accepted this gift from me, so that means she has agreed to date me and whatnot. 
So it is crazy how adult men are thinking in 2023 to start discussing, oh, because a man sent you 100k for a gown. Oh, you went. So wouldn't you have known that, oh, this is what he's, he wants? Are you a child? Why can't you open your mouth to tell the women that you're interested in that, oh, I'm doing this thing because, oh, I love you or, oh, because I think that's the way to buy having sex with you. There are sex workers who wouldn't think twice. Why do you have to look for somebody who is not working in that line to demand sex from them and say, oh, it's a payback? Which is why I keep screaming every day, women, have your money. Hey, God, have your money. So I would say that while there is no law in Nigeria that tells people that um, that penalizes men for marital rape, I think that if you go ahead and have sex with your wife, when she says no, you are a devil. And... You can't tell me otherwise. You can't tell me you've ever loved this person. The same thing goes for men who force themselves on women who are in pains. This woman is crying. She's rigging under you and you have sex with her because you're in a relationship or because you're married and you think there's nothing wrong with that. After all, she gave you consent two days ago. Or after all, you're bound, you're bound by marriage certificate so again and again i say it a person who is drunk cannot give consent a person who is inhibited by drugs or whatever cannot give consent a sleeping partner cannot give consent um a a person who you've coerced into saying yes cannot also give consent um marriage certificate is not consent and if you think that because the Nigerian law does not penalize men for taking their wives however they want, you think it is consent, you can do whatever you do, I don't think you should call yourself a human being. You are a devil and that is what you are. So in 2023, if you are a grown man and you can look me in the eye and tell me, oh, my wife cannot withhold sex from me for several reasons, as I have mentioned before, you're a devil. And quite frankly, you don't deserve to be with any woman. Same goes for domestic violence. You can't tell me that you've loved this person at a point in your life and then because this woman had said something or because you're going through stress, you slap this person and turn this person into a punching bag. And the next day, you think that by apologizing and saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, it wipes away everything. It wipes away that devilish spirit in you. Again, women, this one is for you. You are seeing clearly the men who are on X or Twitter, whichever one it is right now. You are seeing clearly, clearly the type of man that your partner is, the type of things that he agrees to, and tomorrow he comes and proposes to you and you say yes. I feel like you've already signed your, your death warrant. You can force your way with me when I'm under stress. You can force your way with me when I'm telling you that I am not interested, you can force your way with me when I'm, I'm in pains. I just give birth. You can kill me. And the same thing goes for men who say that, oh, they are not partners with their wives. 
because oh my wife is so and so she's way younger than me we are more intelligent than her so there's no word in any way we can be partners don't get married to such people life is that easy life is that easy somebody was saying that oh um i'm saying it like people are getting married for their needs i said yes that's what it is companionship is a need whether you like it or not it is a need oh i'm, I'm getting married because i want to foster my you know generation i want to have children in the future that's a need oh I'm not saying that this takes the place of whether you love the person or you don't love the person. But the truth of the matter is, two people coming together is out of a need. I'm sorry, whether you agree with this or not, it is out of a need. It is born out of a need. So as much as a lot of men are saying that the reasons why they choose younger women is because a woman their age is not going to want to settle down with them because they feel like that sort of woman is never going to be subdued, you know, in a way submissive. Um, they know that they cannot force a person their age to act a certain way with them. They know that all of those, their patriarchy attributes that they have can only work on a younger person who considers them as gods. That is part of the reason why you find that a lot of these men would not reveal their true wealth or their problems or trust their wives even with their properties or with information. And so when they die, these women are left, left to start to end for themselves and their children. Because it's, it's, it's just crazy. Honestly, it's crazy. I don't see the, any reason why you should be getting married to a person you don't trust. But again, men and women are getting married to satisfy those needs. Um, the man is looking for a person who will be submissive to him, quote unquote, not a career woman. Um, a person who listens and serves and while the woman is concerned about, oh, this man is financially secure. I want to be with him. I feel like he can take care of me and my future children. So all of these reasons are the reasons why marriages are failing. And if you look me in the eye today and you tell me that the reason why, um, marriages are failing is because men and women are not doing 50-50, then you're a very selfish person and you're wicked. You're wicked because there is no word anywhere where in every marriages women are not giving more. Because the only thing that men give is the finance. Only few men are actually very involved in the raising of their kids. So if you don't raise your kids and they're asking you to bring money, you think that uh, marriage is 100-100, everybody must bring you a very selfish person. And that's all I, I can say. You can't tell me that uh, everybody must bring everything they have on the table. You bring everything you have on the table, I mean, as much as that is good, because it shows that both of you love each other, it would be very wicked of you to expect that your wife would do the same as you, especially when she, is, she has these other responsibilities that you don't have. So I know I've said a lot of things from husbands um, not revealing their true wealth to their wives because there's a wide gap in age, in wisdom, in finance, you know, and all of that. I've always spoken about, oh, marital rape and how me, I think you're a very wicked person. Whether the Nigerian law um, is asking for, is penalizing people or sees it as a criminal offense or not, I think that it is highly selfish of you and you're a wicked person. You've never loved your wife. If you can go ahead and have kind of knowledge of your wife, when she says no.
So whether it's a criminal offense or not, me, I know you're a wicked person. And I, again, I would say that I, I see what social media is doing for us because now I know you people that are wicked. I know you people that are wicked. And I've also spoken about part of the reasons why, um, men are also dying, um, quicker, a lot quicker than their wives beyond their recklessness. They also keep bad associations. And because men are cowards in the way that they cannot confront their emotions with their friends, they keep entertaining bad people around them. And when that leads to their, their death, women are not left to bear the brunt of that. Because at the end of the day, maybe that man has gone to put his brothers as next of kin. A person you married and said you loved, you know, and you were having sexual intercourse with over and over. You didn't think it was wise enough for you to put her or any, any of her kids as a next of kin. It's crazy. It's crazy. Last thing I want to say is, you know, when people like Uloma and, you know, some of the families that I know make statements such as, oh, a lot, the world would be a lot safer if all the men are dead. And people look at them and say that they speak from a place of hate. I think that while it is, when you listen to such statements, it comes off as pure hate. But the truth of the matter is, Majority of men are wicked. And they are wicked because they don't have love for their wives. On this same internet, we are hearing that men do not consider their wives as part of their families. On this same internet, we are hearing that um, doctors, surgeons are assaulting female surgeons. So it begs the question, if you're doing this to women out there, what becomes of patients who are unconscious in their words? On this same internet, we are seeing um, um, male doctors rape women while they are unconscious. On this same internet, we are seeing men gang rape women because they turn down their proposal or they refuse to date them. On this same internet, we are seeing people rape and beat women to their death because a woman went for an interview. So when you say, women, protect yourself, wear, don't wear miniskirts, don't do this, don't go out late at night, don't use plenty makeup and all of that, we still ask the question, women who are in Iraq, um, women who, Muslims who cover from head to toe, older women, children, are being raped and sexually are assaulted. People are being molested. So what would you say of that? And again and again, we see that what society does is it makes excuses for these men and rather victimizes the women who are at the end of all of this. So forgive me if I would also say that the world would be a lot safer without some men. <laughs> because whether you like it or not, I was saying that men would defend themselves even when they know that there are certain people who are doing this thing. And I feel like if you're not part of the men who are behaving this recklessly and wicked, then why are you triggered by it? It's like when people say, and say, all women are so and so. I don't get triggered by it because I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So whilst there are men or there are women who are who fall into that category, there are also men who fall into the category of all of these things I have mentioned. So if you do not fall into the tenets of these things, don't get triggered by it. Speak up on it. 
So I know, I know, I've, I've, I just hope that with everything I've said, I was able to tell you people where I stand on all of these issues. Whether you like it or not, I do not think that as much as we are saying husband and wife should bring 100-100, I cannot be putting 50% of my salary with a man. And God help me, I would not be staying with a man who demands that I have sex with him two weeks after I gave birth. In short, you would allow me to heal and wait until I tell you that, okay, it is okay to go. In the same way, I would not be staying with a man who thinks that after two days of giving birth, you expect me to cover payment for my CSO. <laughs> you expect me to also bring 50-50 to pay for the responsibilities at home. You are wicked. Because now you've decided the pregnancy was mine. I impregnated myself. On, and so also the giving birth of that child is my responsibility. And also the taking care of that child is my responsibility. It is wickedness. And I'm sorry, yo, for women who stay back with these sets of men, I would not be staying back. And I know now you're saying, never say never for some certain situations. But I bet you, I bet you, <laughs> I feel like women stay back because, I don't know, maybe because of the children. And that also stems from a place of women not having money of their own. Because most of the time they are thinking, if I leave this man, how will I fend for my children? Well, if you are with a person like this, that person, that man can kill you. So why not just go away, go for your life, run for your life, as I would put it. Run for your life. Because if you are seeing that men are putting all of these things on social media, and you think, oh, I'm the exception, this man is never going to see me in this light, you're deluded. So yeah, that's all I came to say today. I know like this sounds like a rant, but I know inside all of these rants, I have said so many meaningful things that you should go home with. I am not a man-hater. I love men. I love women. I love everybody. But we have also seen that while women's stress are always in flimsy things and whatnot, men will kill themselves over businesses. Men will poison themselves over jealousy. And men will rape women and other men come out and support them. Because, hey, they sent a 100k to buy a dress now. So why not? So anyway... Um, please, I beg you guys, follow me on Spotify if you're not already doing that. Um, follow on Instagram as well, Real with Mara Podcast. Um, please watch on YouTube. I beg you guys. Um, thank you so much for those of you who keep coming back. I love you guys and see you next week. Bye bye.